Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Animal? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what do we got this week? You know, it's just random musing. I was driving home earlier. It's From still your closet. Yes, it still blows my mind that liquor stores were considered essential businesses. I actually thought about the same thing on my walk about Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Like we're hemming and hawing over like putting people in a parking lot outside, spread out to get fit, but perpetuating the death of. Do you like you know, me a crawler though? It's just kind of crazy, but that parking lot was packed. Dunkin' Donuts was. Yeah. People yeah. going in there, getting their donuts, getting their coffee with 10 sugars and creams. <laughs> but we're talking about celebrating today. Oh my God, you just, you just blew out everybody's speakers. Just making sure it's working. A hundred yeah, years ago, a hundred years ago, there was prohibition. Fast forward a hundred years in the midst of a global pandemic that is very much in, around your health and immune mm-hmm. system. We're saying, no, 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 by any right. means necessary. Let's not... Continue anyway, our rant. Uh, it was but, just to warm you up. Just to warm up. Yeah. Anyway. Well, speaking of booze and libations, we'll be celebrating. We're talking about celebration today. I thought it would be a good episode to, or a good topic to, you know, we obviously talk a lot about, well, we talk about a bunch of stuff, but sometimes the introspective content can either be heavy or, you know, like you're questioning a lot of things and obviously there's value in that, but we wanted to have something be a bit more lively as well as actionable to really have people give them an incentive, give them a, not an incentive, but give them the encouragement to like celebrate stuff. In simple terms. What the fuck do you mean, simple terms? I mean, How is that not simple? I mean, just like, yeah, we wanted to bring something, like you said, like what could we kind of, people need an uplifting. Yeah. yeah. Is that not what I just said? Well, you said it in a lot of words. Uplift people. That's two words. That's one word. You used 50. Uplift. People. So, well, apparently, yeah. okay, so we're, since. So like that, we were just saying that, yes, I think. The, we talked about, we've talked a lot about the stress and that side of things mm-hmm. and for sure how to use workouts to, you know, manage our stress and all these things and nasal breathing and blah, blah, blah. But the piece that, you know, I think we could all use now is how we celebrate and what does that mean in, in every sense of the word. Yeah. Um, not so much celebrate, although you can, by like having your own little party for one or family party but we mean celebrating like you know in the little things how do you celebrate the small things how do you have celebrate the small wins because i think most of the time we don't tend to look at those things we look at all the negatives mm-hmm. what didn't happen what we failed at, at. What, yeah, yeah. what didn't work out and yeah. it's really tough to sometimes come up with a win let alone really like truly celebrate it yeah, and I think when we're, you know, the filter of what's not to be celebrated or what's missing or, you know, maybe the negativity bias, that can dig you into a hole. Mm-hmm. And the way out of that hole, I think, is to celebrate. 
with actions. It's not the silver lining and it's not the sticking your head in the sand, just saying everything's going to be okay. It's, it's really driving that action forward, which is important when we celebrate, celebrate ourselves, celebrate something like finding something to celebrate mm-hmm. that, you know, you have, uh, within you through actions, right? I think that's how you kind of can dig yourself you know, out of a hole or get, get, you know, kind of jump started or keep mm-hmm. building momentum and stuff like that. So, I mean, what does that look like? What are some, I mean, I think for sure we, obviously this podcast, a lot of what we talk about is centered around movement, fitness. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of focus on what maybe isn't the right thing or did I get a good workout? Was that the right workout? Did I connect to what I should have? All of those things. But I think for us, we try to find celebrations or one way to find a celebration is like, okay, doing it with your spouse, doing it with your friend, doing it, being able to celebrate, connecting to people, even if it's an online class. Like what was that? What, was that a small celebration that you could have? Yeah. And I think when we look at, if we just go really, you know, fitness, but everything else too. Like when we ask the question, you know, okay, what is, what did I, what can I celebrate from what I did? I think that we're sort of setting ourselves up for a little bit, not of failure, but like we're just, we're working up, uphill, upstream when we don't have to. So instead of viewing a celebration as an answer to a question, Mm -hmm. right, view what you will or are celebrating as like an assertive statement not as an answer so like what so be more be? proactive so like for if if we're in the you know fitness if we're talking about fitness or we're talking about workouts you know before you do the action mm-hmm. before you do that have the intention of i'm going to celebrate this mm-hmm. right so be more proactive with it instead of reactive looking back and finding something that happened Sure. Because when we do that, when we look back, and depending upon you know who you are and where you're at, you know there's all of these little sort of contingencies, and there's comparison, and there's minimizing, you know, and people find it very very hard to celebrate something they already did. So I think we can be more proactive mm-hmm. with the celebration, mm-hmm. and and take more of an, an aggressive approach to it. Um, you know, and I think that that's in the fitness, you know, in the fitness world, there's a lot of pitfalls with, um, with not being able to do that because you constantly Mm -hmm. are sort of in this scarcity model, uh, or this rush to, to accomplish something. Yeah. I mean, I think one easy thing for people to do right out of the gate is to celebrate just that they're, they showed up. Like if you need somewhere to start, like, all right, I'm, I showed up today, like, and I'm going to move my body. Right. So yeah, kind of whatever, if you need to start with some low hanging fruit, I mean, that's for sure one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and what was I going to say? The, um, 
I don't know. I just blacked out, but whatever. So yeah, that's like fitness. You know, I mean, obviously you can get more complicated with as you go or depending on the day, you know, what a win looks like for you in terms of movement or connecting to a muscle or those kinds of things. But for sure, as you said, proactively approaching it with a little bit of a celebration, trying that out consistently and how it changes maybe, you know, your experience. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing where I think that the action, you're not celebrating the action. You're having the action be an expression and an honoring of what you're actually really celebrating. Right. So, so that's the thing. Like if you had your birthday at the beginning of the year versus the end of the Mm -hmm. year, so it's kind of like I'm celebrating the ability, I'm celebrating my ability to move my body and be healthy. And the action is like whatever that workout exactly. is. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, so through the action, that is your celebration. That's right. you lighting the candles and blowing out the cake and all of that through your action, which is going to require mm-hmm. you to be present, for you to check in with yourself, for you to really... I think look within and be like, yeah, this is important to me and I will Mm -hmm. celebrate it and have that change it from a filter to a lens. Right. So finding what's already there, not changing what's there to, Mm -hmm. to, to, to be something else. Yeah. And what you get as a secondary thing in addition to like that celebration is, yeah, your, your experience in the workout, like you said, you probably are more present. You're not your focus on why you're doing it and your action is probably going to be a lot more impactful than if you're doing it because, ugh, I ate those cookies last night. I have right. to do this or whatever. Now you're missing out on the benefit of the workout. Yeah. So I think you can ask yourself like, all right, what am I going to celebrate today and how am I going to celebrate it? Mm-hmm. And that can be as, and so the action can be, yeah. And the action will yeah. just be sort of the, the, the token, the symbol right. uh, and the outlet through which mm-hmm. you're, you know, celebrating and experiencing. So what are other areas do you feel like that are kind of like, so fitness is one action area. What would be something else you think? I mean, immediately what I come, what comes to mind is, um, whatever sort of opportunity you have Mm -hmm. to experience life. I think there's been plenty of times in my life where, the situation might not have been all that great, but there was, there was something, I had something like I, like the finding the inner strength to be like, I have this, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of goes to the Victor Frank, Dr. Victor Frankl stuff, you know, in a man's search for meaning where <clears throat> basically saying you can take everything away from someone, but their ability to choose and, and assign meaning in life. And so that's where, you know, it's not about the workout or it's not about the, the 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 food or you know whatever it might be but with the meaning of that and so within yourself there's there's <clears throat> there's that mm-hmm. I think for people who have families the opportunity to be with them there might be things that you need to work out smooth out improve on for sure but don't lose sight of the opportunity and the blessing that you have And what that really means and can be, Mm -hmm. and you know, don't take it for granted. Um, And so then your actions being a celebration of togetherness of, you know, in it, Mm -hmm. in it, excuse me, um, 
Yeah, and the same goes for the opposite. Spending time with yourself. Maybe yeah. being able to celebrate that, you know. And I think that's a... Navigating that space can be hard. The balance of other people and yourself. And yeah. So Yeah, and with yourself, that. I think that's where that's where I think that celebrating who you are and, and the things that are important to you and the things that are valuable to you and the things that you do want, you know, to have in your life. And it's going to take, it's going to, it's going to require you to, to self reflect Mm -hmm. and to see it and to honor those and to, you know, kind of step into them Mm -hmm. and get, and, and, have your actions express them and so yeah and it's hard to celebrate something and also be focused on the negative at the same time so right. it is kind of like what are you choosing to to look at and i think it is challenging I, I hate to say this but i think people are kind of wired to the glass half empty not wired but like it, it is easier for us to identify all the things or that are wrong or even like when you get in that mood, like it is so hard to step out of it. Yeah. It's much easier to fall into a ditch than it is to get out of it. And yeah. so by practicing that every day, this it kind of sets you up for yeah, whatever that celebration is about yourself, about your family, like whatever your like I said, the action not the action following helps to guide your day and set you up for success versus and to your point, trying to find a celebration when you're in the hole is tougher it so is if you can start you know th- with that practice it you know that's kind of a good place to start yeah and the celebration isn't just like you know the rose colored glasses or whatever the mm-hmm. celebration is not absolving the fact that there's a problem mm-hmm. or there's an issue or that there's a challenging situation you know what i mean like that's yeah it, it's it's not creating a fake reality Sure. No, it's it's us to be authentic or else it's not going to work. Right. And so um, I think that's really an important thing where, to your point as well, like if you're really celebrating something, you're not going to focus on the negative. You're going to focus on what is there. Right. Yeah. And and I think that that's tough to do when you're in the hole. Mm -hmm. But inner strength, man, like it doesn't get, it's not convenient. Right. Based. And you know, we've talked about it a lot, but like it's easy to celebrate when there's no challenge, you know, or the high five or the wins and all of that. It's the real stuff of value. It's the real strength that in the presence of adversity, in the presence of challenge, in the mm-hmm. presence of stress, in the presence of whatever, having that internal strength to be able to say, like, look, this is something of me that I have, whatever. And not let that, you know, get washed away with perhaps the challenging situation. Do you have an example of something for you that you would celebrate? A way to, like, your own personal experience? What do you mean? Like right now or in the yeah, past? Yeah, right now or something the last couple of days or something that you've... I think for me, looking at celebrating... Celebrating the experiences that I have been fortunate to have, the friends I've been able to make, the mentors, the coaches, the trainers, all of that, the memories, right? Those have forged me to be 
where I am today. And I'm, and I'm, I'm always adding to that list. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that includes the, the highs and the lows. And so celebrating those through sharing some of my thoughts or how I want to teach or serve others through, obviously, between the ears and being invited into people's lives. And that's how I really kind of view it now. Like people who do interact, people who do engage, like it's an invitation. They're inviting me into their life. Mm -hmm. I'm not forcing it on them. They're not bound to doing it. They didn't get tricked or whatever. It's truly an invitation. And I think for me, you know, really focusing on, okay, this human being who has a very complex and unknown story is inviting me into their life and in, and, and part of that is because of my past experiences, my ups and my downs. And so celebrating that through, you know, through gratitude, through appreciation, through hard work, through, you know, providing, trying to provide value and service. Um, I mean, that's a big one, right? Like, I mean, that's something that then every day there might be a different action that yeah. takes that on. Yeah. For some people, it might have to be smaller. Sure. Like, it might be celebrating, yeah, like we said, like just the ability to move. Well, for sure. I mean, it could be the ability to, you know, I think for people in their work, and that's something that's come up a bit with like even the monotony, Mm -hmm. and even work that's not really monotonous. Like you take fitness, for example, you know, what we do or coaching people in movement will say like, you know, inside the gym walls, certainly not monotonous. It's always different. The movement's different. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not like you're sitting typing into Mm -hmm. computer numbers, but there can be at this point that sort of groundhog day feeling. And so like thinking about connecting to like for me today, working with somebody that for me, the, um, celebration is like getting to connect with people and impact them help them express themselves in a positive way like be that expressing I guess what the passion is for why I do this Mm -hmm. and then it doesn't make it feel like okay another class or another it definitely makes that experience unique okay I'm gonna action that and that always happens for me if I feel like I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed with like, you know, in the beginning of this coaching four classes a day, like there was a lot of repetition, Mm -hmm. but connecting to the real, like why I love to do this or the essence of it. Yeah. It does reframe then when you go to interact with people and like, it's now a very unique experience that comes alive versus another, another set of air squats, same shit, different day. So, um, you know, could just be with your work. Like, why did you, what is it about your work that you can celebrate? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think looking at internal, like yourself, um, you know, and then looking at what you do, work, family, relationships, whatnot, hobbies, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess kind of, it kind of comes all back down to extracting the essence out of the things Mm -hmm. and what value they provide right? and reframing how, you engage with them as a way of like you're, you are extracting the essence out of that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, even, yeah. 
And, and you could really apply that to, you know, we talk a lot about nutrition and stuff. And I think that's where not to go down a different rabbit hole, but like when it does become about the form and we've talked about essence over form, but like really like, you know, when you connect to celebrating your, your body or being healthy or things like that, it does reframe your relationship to food a little bit and how you're choosing to fuel yourself. And it also connects to like what we talk about with taking a second to pause. Mm -hmm. So inherent in finding something to celebrate, there's that like, okay, let me stop and pause for a second and consider that versus just sort of off you go and there's, you know, head down. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people challenged with families, like people with their kids home now. Yeah. Smaller kids or older kids. And I think it's a great thing to think about, like truly like celebrating. Bless you. Um, yeah. Extracting like what is a celebration about being with your family or, and that can help direct and sort of set the tone for the day. So. Yeah. That's one of the things just because it was just Memorial Day. You know, that was that's obviously part of you celebrate the lives of the, the lives of those who have passed. Yeah. And I think it doesn't need to be said, but I'll say mm-hmm. it like that's it doesn't mean it's easy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's not discounting the life. It's not you know anything sort of negative, but it's really uh, a way to have that person's spirit live on. Yeah. Um, well, and to your point, the people you do know, and, and of course, like honoring them and remembering them. And it's not just like a all day, just with, without awareness, but those people would certainly not, um, you know, as hard as it is, like, thinking about how they would want life to be celebrated since that's not an option anymore, you know, and even for their families. So, um, but to our point, like it isn't easy. No. And so it does require, you know, I think that's where a lot of this stuff, to be honest, you know, why don't more people do it? Well, because it's not always easy and you're not gonna, nobody's going to listen to this podcast and say like, and I think this is kind of what happens is people tend to say like, okay, this is great. Yep. That's going to be, that's good. I'm going to do that. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to start my day with a celebration and, and then let my actions follow. And one day good, two day good. And then third day is like, maybe not as easy. And then the fourth day is really hard. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. And that was the end of that. Right. And so really practicing it. Yeah, for sure. Getting back up okay like yesterday that was tough i had a hard time finding a celebration or you know and same thing with memorial day that every year that day is going to come and obviously all the days in between but the practice of this yeah um that was kind of a a good transition into a couple questions because there's some questions that are being asked that i think are that can be answered through Mm -hmm. through celebration and just because of that what are some of or what are your best practices for managing expectations of clients that choose to do between the years? And I think what you were just why I thought about that with what you were just speaking about was not expecting this this work mm-hmm. to be 
a magic pill. To be a magic pill, mm-hmm. to be a cure-all, to be handed to you. Mm-hmm. You have to take it. You have to do sure. the extraction process. You have to check in with yourself about, is your approach to this going to be the magic bullet? Right. And if that's the case, just, I'm not going to say like you're wrong, mm-hmm. because, but just like we need to... But you're going to gonna be disappointed. Yeah. You, are you, are you going to... I'm trying not to be like yeah. kind of harsh. Well, it's but, the difference between... It's kind of like if you want to change your body... Okay, someone wakes up and they're like, I am tired of being severely overweight. There are two options. One is surgery. And the other is like changing your diet. And I'm not, this isn't about like whether it's right or wrong to have surgery. But it's kind of like if someone removes your skin, like that got done. Like if they sucked fat out of you and removed part of your body, like, that process happened. That is kind of a magic pill versus the other way where you really have to like change yeah, and, and do the work. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like it's this work is, and I, you know, I know you're not, you know, talking down upon that, but it's about the active involvement, right? Like you are the active participant in the change you want to make. And if the approach is, this is the magic pill, this is what's going to fix me. One, I don't believe that the whole like this is going to fix me approach mm-hmm. is healthy. Right. I think it, it it's already setting you up for 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 failure mm-hmm. and it's telling quite a bit about your view on yourself. But don't you think most people look at that's like a tendency this diet this person oh this this four week plan this challenge that thing this is it. I finally found it. Yeah. Yeah. But this is not about external salvation. Mhm. This is about like internal liberation and internal work. Work. Yeah. 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 Obviously. So um, expectations with that. And just the other thing, like if you're, if you approach doing, we'll just say between the ears or inner work Mm -hmm. with the same approach that six week challenges, the latest and greatest mm-hmm. book, course, podcasts, you know, all of these things that right. can be very, very helpful. But if you approach yourself and this stuff with the same approach that has failed to deliver results, mm-hmm. then you're just repeating right. of a, a flawed mindset right. of this is the thing. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is, a book. It could be, you could work with, Tony Robbins. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter the like, whatever the top of whatever is. It, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what that. It's not the exercise. It's not the diet. It's not the number of calories. No, to your point, it's, it's you. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. So the external isn't, um, and it is interesting because a lot of people continue <clears throat> to to do that, but not. And I don't know, do you think it's that they, it's just a defense mechanism to say like, ugh, like that was bad, that diet was like terrible? Or do you think, like, do you think they actually know, do you think people have the awareness like, wow, my approach is wrong? In many cases, in my experience, no. Yeah, they just think, they just haven't landed on the right, 
but it's almost like people who move around or change jobs and the job is always the wrong job. Yeah. It's always this place, that thing. And it's like, right. okay, while there are things that are better than others, yeah. like there are quote unquote life coaches that are probably not very good at what they do. And there's others that are great. Just like there's jobs that are great and jobs that are not so great. You still have the choice to show up and get what you want out of it by the intern. So, yeah. So your expectations with people is that they have to understand that they're they're doing the work, you're mm-hmm. providing tools and guidance. Mm-hmm. But that's really, I think, that you don't have a lot of expectations beyond that and being be open and be willing to do the work. Yeah, there's minimal expectations. Yeah. But I think that sometimes the lack of distinct expectations, the lack of spelling this out... Mm-hmm. In how I internalize it is then I think I might have misled people. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to mislead people to, um, you know, think that all of a sudden there's some switch that's going to get flipped. Like, or I'm going to flip the switch. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to do the work. Sure. And I think it's, but like with anything that you're, like you have, you have cultivated and you have developed certain tools and your experience, just like you said before, the people that you've learned from, like there's, there is a unique set of things that you bring to the table that if someone's willing to, like that, that you bring, yeah. that they can. So there's nothing wrong with putting that forward and saying like, this is what I do. This is how I help yeah, you help I, yourself. I'll say it. I'll, I'll be very clear about it. If yeah. you show up and do the work. Right. What's there? Your work, yeah. your life is going to get changed. Yeah. If you're looking at me to change your life, it's you're, right. it, 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 the, it's the wrong yeah. approach. It, that's just not how it goes. Um, we had a bunch of questions, so that's a good yeah, yeah. thing to... That's a good one. Um, I'll just kind of reverse mm-hmm. this one. What is a valid reason to not engage in between the ears? As well as what are the wrong reasons to engage mm-hmm. in between the ears? So I think we kind of addressed that. Looking at it, so a valid reason not... Okay, so wrong reason. Magic pill. Right. This is going to fix me. This is the one thing. Checking the box. If I do just, yeah, like just, yeah, check this box and it'll all be better. Distraction. Yeah. So the wrong, yeah. So wrong reason. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think proving something to others Mm -hmm. is a wrong reason to do it. Uh, Obviously there's the status thing. I had a, I was actually going to go on a rant about the status. Like there's so much promotion and marketing of mm-hmm. status elevation. Look around. Yeah. Everything is trying to promote status. And it drives me nuts mm-hmm. and I hate it. Um, anyway, um, I think in the past, that's how Between the Years kind of was. Yeah, because when it, it started, was like, it was like, oh, this cool thing, you know, you this know. thing. If yeah. you know, you know. Yeah, and, I, and people yeah. don't like the, you know, the underground roots and all of that is still awesome. Uh, and that's cool. But it should be not something that's um, the cool kids club. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I. I yes. despise the cool kids club. Yeah. Just um, keep you reined in, in on this Next. one. Valid reason, a valid reason to not engage in between the ears. This is a good one. I think if you're not ready, if you're not ready to look within. Yeah. You know, then yeah. it. And some people I, aren't quite ready to open that, to open it up. Yeah. To go there and, and so. I, yeah, for sure. You know, if you don't feel if you don't feel like you can trust yourself mm-hmm. yet and you need, and you just need some time or you need some, mm-hmm. some stuff or whatever, um, 
yeah. you know, for sure. I think that that's a valid reason. Obviously, uh, somebody asked but there's about... There's almost like a precursor to that where it's like, but if, if you're having that realization, then there's almost like some work to do to get you to that starting point. Yeah. Like, so it's like, okay, I'm seeing that, but how can I get to the starting line? What would yeah. be required? Versus just like, well, I'm not ready today either. And right. it's like, okay, but there's a need to get there. So what is that? So and that would almost be... And this isn't a plug. It's just saying like that might be a place then to do one-on-one coaching. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, um, yeah, unwillingness to look within. I think, and and that's fine. I'm not going to judge it. I mean, most people are unwilling to do it. So that's whatever. Um, you know that did. There was another question about therapy. What about do you? think it's possible to actually be your own therapist or as an outside eye needed. <clears throat> I think that, you know, one, obviously I'm not a therapist between the years. It's not therapy. Uh, there's a time and a place for, for that by experienced professionals. And I have the utmost respect and, and yeah. value that what is truly needed there. And mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to refer out if I think that somebody's beyond my scope. Um, but I think in terms of just not necessarily therapy in quotes, but I think there's always value to getting other, um, getting out. Like, I think there's, a, there's both. There's the value to, to trusting yourself, to developing your own, you know, doing the own work on yourself, your own instincts, learning about yourself. But certainly we also can benefit from that outside Without a doubt. perspective, challenge. Like, that would be like just, and you kind of do this. But, like only ever doing your own programming uh-huh. without any other input, learning anything like you're probably going to be a little biased so, without a doubt. And it's yeah. only going to get you so right. far. And right. you know, so in the military we would have a thing, it was self care, like self aid. Mm-hmm. So if you got shot, you'd put your own and you could, you'd put your own tourniquet on, mm-hmm. you would address, you address your own things. Mm-hmm. You would take care of yourself before, Hopefully they didn't get to this point, but before you had to get passed on to higher sure. care, like you're going to put your own tourniquet on, you're going to patch your own, you're going to do all that stuff. Right. You're not going to perform your right. own surgery. Right, someone needs to do surgery. Right, and so yeah. it's sort of a similar thing though. Yeah. So, so we want to be the self, we're the self kind of self, self-aid. Um, so I think this was also one we kind of talked about, but how to keep a good mindset or attitude at a workplace with low morale and toxic workers. And that one, that's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, at some point, like you can do all the right things, all the inner work, but that's like if you're in a toxic relationship too, at a certain point, the answer is probably looking to like get out of that situation. I I would say, I would agree to an extent. And I I think that there's always, this is where there's the balance Mm -hmm. because there's the balance between the internal and the external environment. And you can do all of this work, the internal celebration, you know, not having what you celebrate at work be about being at work, but for something else, mm-hmm. right? So if you're in a company where it's low morale or it's toxic leadership or it's whatever, don't go to that source to, to find look, the celebration. Because right, like, you're kind of like setting yourself up to lose. Right. I mean, it's going to be really challenging. And then understanding too that there's there's still situations the external environment that 
any amount of inner work right, celebrations, right. like it's not going to change. And so yeah. then it comes to the point where you do get to that point of it starts to work itself backwards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're celebrating who you are. You're celebrating what you want to do. You're celebrating this thing about you. Yet you're unwilling to leave the, to, to, to separate from this situation right. that if you got to that point and hopefully you don't mm-hmm. get to that point, hopefully your actions can influence those around you and be a leadership and, and all of that. But it does get to that point of like, what can, what are you unwilling to celebrate about yourself mm-hmm. and honoring that through finding an organization or finding a team or making a change right, right. that allows you to fully and more express that yeah. versus just yeah. staying trapped. And because right. and, at a certain point, like, got it, you can't change everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of the work but... might be preparing yourself to say like, okay, I'm going to take that step and, and find a new, and that might be some of the work you have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, the, the whole definition of mindset is, is what also comes to mind with that. Like how to keep a good mindset, you know, viewing, looking at your Mm self-communication that's driving the actions for what you believe in. And I think that could be enlightening how to deal with some, how to deal with something big or life changing you want you want to do but can't do it yet because it will hurt others well i mean i think that's kind of a general thing what what does that mean hurting others but you know there sometimes what you need to do yes is going to have an impact that is not favorable on someone else Mm -hmm. and for sure it's tough but everything has an impact, a ripple effect, mm-hmm. you know, to a small degree or a very big direct degree. But being a self-sacrificing, like pretty much your existence, I don't think that is because then then you're hurting yourself. So, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking of from personal experience, like and I know there was a couple of people talking about separation recently and those kinds of things. And, you know, like that was a really hard thing. Like from in my personal life, like making that decision, it wasn't really favorable for the other party, but like at a certain point I had to make the choice to like, uh, this sounds like extreme, like save myself. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not easy and it doesn't often go like, okay, well that's disappointing or that's hurtful, but I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not usually the way it goes, but if it truly is the right thing and you've done the work and done the inner work to know that that, that action is an expression of what needs to happen, then I don't think it can be quote unquote wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean that, you know, and sure it, it, might have an impact on someone but that's kind of then on that that's now their territory to do their own work right to look at okay how do i how do i get through this yeah you're not responsible for every person in their state well i think that's the big thing i think um it hurting others obviously the person asking this isn't completely self-absorbed mm-hmm. and a bad human being right. life happens in whatever ways you know decisions are made that have 
short long-term impact Mm -hmm. if you if you do like you're saying that inner work right and you do look at hey i need to live my life in a way that is honoring who i am that isn't entrapping me or having me you know not fully be me because you owe it to everybody else around you to be you right and you are the only one who can do that and if everyone else is determining how you are, you're not you. Right. You don't have that sense of self. Mm-hmm. You don't have that internal belief. And ultimately, then, you won't be the person that they want anyway. So it's sort of like... Right. A, and a it's just not... Now, trap. you know, of course, there's others that are that can influence. Yeah, and like, yeah. like your opinion of me matters. Mm-hmm. How you view me matters. Sure. How the kids view me matters. How- but you can't completely be what we only what you think we want you to be or else who are you right because and if you impossible. want me to be somebody i'm not mm-hmm. and here we are yeah after however many years like and you still want me to be somebody i'm not and i'm like hey this is who i am right this is and, right. and you know i think that the one of there's another question here but change happens mm-hmm. people do grow together yeah. grow apart um you know, all of that. And I, and I don't know the context of the question, sure, be it a relationship, but, but that's yeah. just what we're talking about. But I think the part about it too that, you know, you have to kind of check yourself is um, you got to let go of how other people, mm-hmm. like you can't, you can't live other people's responses for them. Right. And you sure as shit can't control theirs. Right. And it does come down to, I think, not to say it's like a split decision and very binary or easy, but like, is is what you are going to do or not going to do based upon your desire, want, ability to control other people's experiences. Right. And it can be with good intentions, of course. Of course. I'm not but, saying it's... Yeah, when you do look at that, so, yeah. But that, I mean, and that's a that's a challenging yeah. one. Um, I, think, I think for sure, patience and compassion mm-hmm. with yourself. I think um, belief coming from within mm-hmm. knowing yourself yeah are are ways i think you have to deal with that and it's a brave and courageous bravery and courage are going to be required yeah you know for sure um what was another one here what benefits of this quarantine will you keep after restrictions are lifted What do you got? Um, this is an interesting question for me because the quarantine situation... It didn't really have a huge change for us. Right. I mean, you more than me. Yeah, but for us, we weren't as, I would say, impacted as... But, you know... You know, I think, strangely enough, just I, not like, oh, and that fits perfectly, but like probably the need to have those small wins and celebrations yeah. every day because of some of the, not the monotony, but kind of stripped of some of those things you might go to normally to kind of give you that little boost or like a weekend away or go to a restaurant or get out or see a friend, like... Mm-hmm it can kind of feel heavy and it's like, well, how do you not overcome it or combat it? But like, okay, how do you 
deal with that and, and that is the celebrations and the small wins. So I would like to, you know, maintain that awareness to not just divert to like distractions. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of where I was going to where I think by reducing a lot of the external stimulus now, again, sometimes I think that it actually just dialed it up in some ways for us, but the essence of the quarantine and the simplification of life and of activities yeah. um, brings to the surface what what is important, what what is valuable. Um, you know, and I certainly think that a benefit of the quarantine being like, I think actually one of the biggest things like, you know, just like recognizing that the kids, like just trying to check in with them more mm-hmm. too and be like, Hey, yeah. like really like, how's it going? And not like, Hey, how's it going? Hopefully you say good. So I don't have to yeah, answer yeah, anything yeah. else. Um, but I guess just really continuing to focus on the, yeah, I guess like the essence of the life yeah. and, and, and what really those kind of simple pleasures are. Um, okay. There was another one, one or two more, I think. Hold on. Let me get to it. Sorry. Um, ba, 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 ba. no, no. Oh, this one. What is your go-to coping mechanism to deal with all types of change? Um, that's a, that's a big question, I think, because the inevitability of change is obviously something that is providing, change can provide room for growth. I don't know, though, if I were to personally, how I view, how I operate and engage with change, say that I have a coping mechanism. You know, like a coping mechanism, just the way I'm interpreting, how I interpret a coping mechanism is a way to sort of be uh, non, non-conflict, but not really involved with. Like it's like coping mechanisms in my mind keep things at arm's distance. It prevents them from coming in. If they don't come in, they can't create a change or they can't not like say hurt us, but you know, kind of hurt us. So, so I'm not sure if I'm answering that question actually effectively or not, but I think that looking at how we deal with change could be a very good topic for uh, a future episode where kind of looking at some struggles with change. I think we talked a little bit about change before. Um, Does that make any sense? Did you hear anything of what I said? Yeah, and I think the coping mechanism isn't quite, like, by inherent in that phrase, it's kind of like, probably not, like, resolving, it kind of alludes to... I, yeah, but I think that, I think I, I think actually in looking at that and thinking about it a bit more, I think the coping mechanisms are things I don't do intentionally. Mm-hmm. And I think the coping mechanisms are disengagements. Right. Ways to kind of distract. And so, or, yeah. yeah. And so I think for that, you know, I'll, I'll tend more towards like maybe emotional distance or turning off or going numb. Um, right. Kind of. Yeah. It, you know, and I don't, things. yeah. And so those are, those are things that obviously I don't yeah. want to do. Uh, but I think change is a great topic for, especially now as things are, are changing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I think that that would be. Yeah. I think that that would be a good topic. How can BT help your help improve your communication skills? Good question. Yeah. Um, and I think that the essence of the the root of mindset is kind of that that communication that mode of self communication, and so it, looking at awareness of how you're communicating right away you'll be able to improve right because when you have when you don't know how you're doing something right how are you you don't afford yourself the opportunity to improve right when you recognize okay yeah everything i'm saying is negative that's why like one of the things and i know sometimes people Mm -hmm. are like very hesitant now with saying should around me and i get it like we say the word i'm not saying never say it but that to me says like okay yes you're now more aware Right. And you recognize that, like, yeah, there are times when I'd be like, oh, I should really do this, or oh, I should really do that. Like, yeah, yeah. how that drives an action. Yeah. That, so, oh, I should really work out today. Like, for example, smashed, crushed, physically, just like whatever. I should really work out today because of something else. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to maybe do a workout, which is going to also, though, that workout that might be that expression of something that you believe about yourself that is. I'm not fit enough or I'm yeah. not good enough or I'm not communicating. Yeah. yeah. So looking at how the, the cycle of mindset kind of works and that's why the, that's why I wanted to define it because right. otherwise it's just whatever. Yeah. Been on that rant. Um, and then practice, you know, practice and the forms of practice are going to be huge journaling, mm-hmm. but encourage people to do video like selfie videos mm-hmm. just to themselves. Like don't publish it or anything. Um, just paying attention. What am I hearing? you know like how is my body posture all of that bit um all those forms of communication are things that between the ears directly and indirectly develops yeah Yeah. helps raise your awareness for but again it's going to be because if i just tell somebody hey don't say should like they're still going to say should you know what i mean um yeah i think that's a good one uh i think we got one more Actually, I don't think we have any more. Is there a Between the Ears book club on the horizon? Yes, that's going to be part of Between the Ears fitness for sure. Yeah, I think that was a good Yeah, that was so, it. Homework for the week is to practice the small wins and celebration and see, see. But not like, I think sometimes it can get very like, okay, now I have to do this. But like wanting to have that guide you. Yeah. Versus like, oh shoot like did i do it today or did i miss a day or whatever and just seeing how just kind of being curious about it as you say yeah for sure being curious and i think just the question to to because i know i said like celebration isn't really a question but it's a statement before you do that though like the question to check within how will i celebrate insert something of value in my life today through my actions yeah how will I celebrate it? Identifying that and then allowing what that action is. And then like the flip side of it is like, pay attention to how it feels. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to if it was really challenging to find yeah. something worth celebrating. We've yeah, got some work to, to do. Notice. You know? Not to judge it. But no, just no, like, no, no. Okay, yeah. So don't judge practice. it. Yeah. And I think you can look at that with your expectations too. Like is your expectation of celebrating something celebrating this monumental win Mm -hmm. and that's not it 
right. the small wins, yeah. like you're saying, um, and all of that to, to kind of raise the awareness of stuff. So what else have we got? Announcements between your seminar. I'm Should working on it. It's deep. Yep. It's, it's, it's good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, yep. That's been a process. That's been a, a journey, uh, between there's fitness, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think in a week or two, early June, kind of open up for online yeah. memberships. Um, and then the practice mm-hmm. is possibly getting yeah reworked, reworked, relaunched. relaunched. So I'm going to probably actually close entry to the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a special announcement. Yeah. I'm going to do a four-week online kind of women's only. I guess it's sort of similar to the practice in that it's it does kind of help women navigate the movement piece some mindset topics we'll have some guests coming on you know doing like top you know talking about different topics that are relevant to women do you have um, to be when you say woman, the move yes. <sighs> what if you don't need to have any prerequisite fitness okay um I, there are some. Is this going to be? And this is a between years thing. Yeah, it's a between years thing. I mean, it it combines the movement, the mindset. Like it's definitely, it is not a four week challenge. It's not Correct. about you know that. Um, but we'll talk about you know there will be a fitness piece. It does ask us to look at a lot of the things that underlie our relationship to fitness, to food. You know, um, so I think it's a really important time for that, and I'm gonna. It's going to start June 15th, um, so uh, I'll have stuff out next week to kind of promote it, and um, yeah, I think it's kind of, it's it's a good opportunity to people who aren't geographically close to the gym, to us, to Between the Ears, they can hop on from wherever, and I think it's a really important thing to have opportunities for women women specific topics to, yeah. to uncover them to to hear to normalize some of the things and to specifically work on ourselves with regard to those so yeah i think that's great um so that should be out early next week should i do a man men's only i think you have enough going on right now <laughs> uh yeah so that'd be cool so you said early next week yeah awesome all right. Uh, all right. Thanks for the questions, guys. Appreciate the, uh, you know, appreciate the engagement. Appreciate the interaction. So until then, we'll talk to you next week.